0: The Law School of America A jury trial, or trial by jury, is a lawful proceeding in which a jury makes a decision or findings of fact. It is distinguished from a bench trial in which a judge or panel of judges makes all decisions. Jury trials are used in a significant share of serious criminal cases in many but not all common law judicial systems. The majority of common law jurisdictions in Asia, such as Singapore, Pakistan, India, and Malaysia, have abolished jury trials on the grounds that juries are susceptible to bias. Juries or lay judges have also been incorporated into the legal systems of many civil law countries for criminal cases. Only the United States makes routine use of jury trials in a wide variety of non-criminal cases. Other common law legal jurisdictions use jury trials only in a very select class of cases that make up a tiny share of the overall civil docket, like malicious prosecution and false imprisonment suits in England and Wales, but true civil jury trials are almost entirely absent elsewhere in the world. Some civil law jurisdictions, however, have arbitration panels where non-legally trained members decide cases in select subject matter areas relevant to the arbitration panel members' areas of expertise. The use of jury trials, which evolved within common law systems rather than civil law systems, has had a profound impact on the nature of American civil procedure and criminal procedure rules, even if a bench trial is actually contemplated in a particular case. In general, The availability of a jury trial if properly demanded has given rise to a system in which fact-finding is concentrated in a single trial rather than multiple hearings, and appellate review of trial court decisions is greatly limited. Jury trials are of far less importance, or of no importance, in countries that do not have a common law system. Role. In most common law jurisdictions, the jury is responsible for finding the facts of the case, while the judge determines the law. These peers of the accused are responsible for listening to a dispute, evaluating the evidence presented, deciding on the facts, and making a decision in accordance with the rules of law and their jury instructions. Typically, the jury only judges guilt or a verdict of not guilty, but the actual penalty is set by the judge. An interesting innovation was introduced in Russia in the judicial reform of Alexander II. Unlike in modern jury trials, jurors decided not only whether the defendant was guilty or not guilty, but they had a third choice, guilty, But not to be punished, since Alexander II believed that justice without morality was wrong. In France and some countries organized in the same fashion, the jury and several professional judges sit together to determine guilt first. Then, if guilt is determined, they decide the appropriate penalty. Some jurisdictions with jury trials allow the defendant to waive their right to a jury trial, thus leading to a bench trial. Jury trials tend to occur only when a crime is considered serious. In some jurisdictions, such as France and Brazil, Jury trials are reserved, and compulsory, for the most severe crimes and are not available for civil cases. In Brazil, for example, trials by jury are applied in cases of voluntary crimes against life, such as first and second degree murder, forced abortion and instigation of suicide, even if only attempted. In others, jury trials are only available for criminal cases and very specific civil cases, malicious prosecution, civil fraud and false imprisonment. In the United States, Jury trials are available in both civil and criminal cases. In Canada, an individual charged with an indictable offence may elect to be tried by a judge alone in a provincial court, by judge alone in a superior court, or by judge and jury in a superior court. Summary offences cannot be tried by jury. In England and Wales, offences are classified as summary, indictable, or either way. Jury trials are not available for summary offences, using instead a summary proceeding with a panel of three lay magistrates or a district judge sitting alone unless they are tried alongside indictable or either-way offenses that are themselves tried by jury, but the defendant has a right to demand trial by jury for either-way offenses. The situation is similar in Scotland, whereas in Northern Ireland even summary offenses carry a right to jury trial, with some exceptions. In the United States, because jury trials tend to be high-profile, the general public tends to overestimate the frequency of jury trials. Approximately 150,000 jury trials are conducted in state courts annually and an additional 5,000 jury trials are conducted in federal courts. Two-thirds of jury trials are criminal trials, while one-third are civil and other, for example, family, municipal ordinance, traffic. Nevertheless, the vast majority of criminal cases are settled by plea bargain, which bypasses the jury trial. Some commentators contend that the guilty plea system unfairly coerces defendants into relinquishing their right to a jury trial. Others contend that there never was a golden age of jury trials, but rather that juries in the early 19th century, before the rise of plea bargaining, were unwitting and reflexive, generally wasteful of public resources and, because of the absence of trained professionals, little more than slow guilty pleas themselves, and that the guilty plea system that emerged in the latter half of the 19th century was a superior, more cost-effective method of achieving fair outcomes. Pros and Cons In countries where jury trials are common juries are often seen as an important separation of powers. Another common assertion about the benefits of trial by jury is that it provides a means of educating citizens about government. Many also believe that a jury is likely to provide a more sympathetic hearing, or a fairer one, to a party who is not part of the government, or other establishment interest, than representatives of the state might. This last point may be disputed. For example, in highly emotional cases, such as child rape, the jury may be tempted to convict based on personal feelings rather than on conviction beyond reasonable doubt. In France, former attorney, then later Minister of Justice Robert Bodenter, remarked about jury trials in France that they were like riding a ship into a storm, because they are much less predictable than bench trials. Another issue with jury trials is the potential for jurors to exhibit discrimination. Infamous cases include the Scottsboro Boys, a group of nine African-American teenagers accused of raping two white American women on a train in 1931, for which they were indicted by an all-white jury, the acquittal of two white men Roy Bryant and J.W. Milan by an all-white jury for the murder of 14-year-old Emmett Till in 1955, they admitted killing him in a magazine interview a year later, and the 1992 trial in the Rodney King case in California, in which white police officers were acquitted of excessive force in the beating of King, an African-American man. The jury consisted mostly of white people, and there were no African-American jurors. The positive belief about jury trials in the UK and the US contrasts with popular belief in many other nations, in which it is considered bizarre and risky for a person's fate to be put into the hands of untrained laymen. In Japan, for instance, which used to have optional jury trials for capital or other serious crimes between 1928 and 1943, the defendant could freely choose whether to have a jury or trial by judges, and the decisions of the jury were non-binding. During the Tojo regime this was suspended, arguably stemming from the popular belief that any defendant who risks his fate on the opinions of untrained laymen is almost certainly guilty. One issue that has been raised is the ability of a jury to fully understand evidence. It has been said that the expectation of jury members as to the explanatory power of scientific evidence has been raised by TV police procedural and legal dramas, in what is known as the CSI effect, after the American television program. In at least one English trial the misuse or misunderstanding or misrepresentation by the prosecution of statistics has led to wrongful conviction. In various countries. Canada. Under Canadian law, a person has the constitutional right to a jury trial for all crimes punishable by five years of imprisonment or more. The criminal code also provides for the right to a jury trial for most indictable offenses, including those punishable by less than five years imprisonment though the right is only constitutionally enshrined for those offenses punishable by five years imprisonment or more. Generally, it is the accused person who is entitled to elect whether their trial will proceed by judge alone or by judge and jury. However, for the most severe criminal offenses, murder, treason, intimidating Parliament, inciting to mutiny, sedition, and piracy, trial by jury is mandatory unless the prosecution consents to trial by judge alone. Jury Panel Exhaustion Criminal Code Section 642-1. If a full jury and alternate jurors cannot be provided, the court may order the sheriff or other proper officer, at the request of the prosecutor, to summon without delay as many people as the court directs for the purpose of providing a full jury and alternate jurors. Section 642-2. Jurors may be summoned under subsection, 1, by word of mouth, if necessary. Section 642-3. The names of the people who are summoned under this section shall be added to the general panel for the purposes of the trial, and the same proceedings with respect to calling, challenging, excusing and directing them shall apply to them. According to the case of R. V. Mid-Valley Tractor Sales Limited, 1995 Carswell N.B. 313, there are limitations on the powers granted by Section 642. These powers are conferred specifically upon the judge, and the section does not confer further discretion to delegate that power to others, such as the sheriff's officer, even with the consent of counsel. The court said that to hold otherwise would nullify the rights of the accused and the prosecution to object to a person being excused inappropriately, and may also interfere with the rights of the parties to challenge for cause. The selection of an impartial jury is the basis of a fair trial. The Supreme Court of Canada also held in Bazarbas and Speck v. the Queen that the right of an accused to be present in court during the whole of his trial includes the jury selection process. In Tran v. the Queen, it was held that an accused only has to show that they were excluded from a part of the trial that affected their vital interests, they do not have to demonstrate actual prejudice, just the potential for prejudice. As well, a valid waiver of such a right must be clear, unequivocal and done with full knowledge of the rights that the procedure was enacted to protect, as well as the effect that the waiver will have on those rights. United Kingdom. The United Kingdom consists of three separate legal jurisdictions, but there are some features common to all of them. In particular there is seldom anything like the U.S. war dire system, jurors are usually just accepted without question. Controversially, in England there has been some screening in sensitive security cases, but the Scottish courts have firmly set themselves against any form of jury vetting. England and Wales. In England and Wales, which have the same legal system, everyone accused of an offence which carries more than six months' imprisonment has a right to trial by jury. Minor, summary, criminal cases are heard without a jury in the magistrate's courts. Middle ranking, triable either way, offenses may be tried by magistrates or the defendant may elect trial by jury in the Crown Court. Serious, indictable only, offenses, however, must be tried before a jury in the Crown Court. Juries sit in a few civil cases, being restricted to false imprisonment, malicious prosecution, and civil fraud, unless ordered otherwise by a judge. Juries also sit in coroner's courts for more contentious matters. All criminal juries consist of 12 jurors those in a county court having eight jurors and coroner's court juries having between seven and 11 members. Jurors must be between 18 and 75 years of age, and are selected at random from the register of voters. In the past a unanimous verdict was required. This has been changed so that, if the jury fails to agree after a given period, at the discretion of the judge they may reach a verdict by a 10 to 2 majority. This was designed to make it more difficult for jury tampering to succeed. In 1999 the then Home Secretary Jack Straw introduced a controversial bill to limit the right to trial by jury. This became the Criminal Justice Act 2003, which sought to remove the right to trial by jury for cases involving jury tampering or complex fraud. The provision for trial without jury to circumvent jury tampering succeeded and came into force in 2007. The provision for complex fraud cases was defeated. Lord Goldsmith, the then Attorney General, then pressed forward with the fraud, Trials Without a Jury, Bill in Parliament, which sought to abolish jury trials in major criminal fraud trials. The bill was subject to sharp criticism from both sides of the House of Commons before passing its second Commons reading in November 2006, but was defeated in the Lords in March 2007. The trial for the first serious offence to be tried without a jury for 350 years was allowed to go ahead in 2009. Three previous trials of the defendants had been halted because of jury tampering, and the Lord Chief Justice, Lord Judge, cited cost and the additional burden on the jurors as reasons to proceed without a jury. Previously in cases where jury tampering was a concern the jurors were sometimes closeted in a hotel for the duration of the trial. However, Liberty Director of Policy Isabella Sankey said that this is a dangerous precedent. The right to jury trial isn't just a hallowed principle but a practice that ensures that one class of people don't sit in judgment over another and the public have confidence in an open and representative justice system. The trial started in 2010, with the four defendants convicted on the 31st of March 2010 by Mr. Justice Treacy at the Old Bailey. The Law School of America. The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation incorporated under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike license. The text has been modified for audio. The content of these podcasts is for informational purposes only and do not constitute professional advice. These podcasts are not associated with the Wikimedia Foundation in any context. The Law School of America